Hello, beautiful moms, and welcome to Daily Mom Joy with Relly. What comes to mind when you hear the word conflict? What image pops in your head? How do you feel in your body? What emotions come to mind? Conflict. For a lot of people, when they hear the word conflict, their answers are typically, yeah, I think of two people fighting or two people arguing. The emotions that come up are typically anger, sadness, frustration, bitterness, depression, anxiety, all of the above. What you may feel in your body is typically tension. Your shoulders come up to your ears. Your heart may start racing, just pumping a little bit faster. You may get a general sense of uneasiness. Powerful word, right? One word can literally make you feel all the negative stuff. But what if I told you that there's beauty in conflict? I know you may be thinking, Relly, please stop talking crazy right now. Those two words don't even go together, which is why for most of us, we spend a pretty good deal of our time avoiding conflict. So today, I'm going to go over the necessary ingredients to get through conflict and achieve conflict resolution. And by the end of this episode, I hope it inspires you to get started on achieving conflict resolution for yourself in your life. So let's face it, moms, conflict happens, but it's not something us moms typically go looking for, right? We have way too much stuff on our to-do list to entertain conflict in our lives. We have things to do, people, car loops to sit in, chores to do, deadlines to meet, toy bins to refill over and over and over again. Don't get me started on extracurriculars and play dates. We typically avoid conflict because, let's face it, we don't have time for this shit. But here's the deal, moms. Conflict is absolutely necessary. It's a necessary part of life experiences and those that we have the opportunity to grow from, to learn from, to become wiser, to become happier and more joyful. But it's only part of it. In order to achieve the reward at the end, you know, like those opportunities to grow, like I just talked about, we have to go through the process and achieve conflict resolution. I want you to think of a time in your life that you learned something, that you set a boundary, that you changed something all for the better. Most likely, it stemmed from some sort of conflict, whether it was an internal conflict, like maybe wanting to start that gym routine or that health uh, conscious routine. But continuing to put it off, or external conflict, like being at odds with a family member. Maybe your intuition was tugging at you to change something, but it required sacrifice. It required to go through something uncomfortable, to learn something new, to step outside of your comfort zone, to have that difficult conversation with a loved one. What would your life look like if you didn't take those necessary steps to get through that conflict resolution? So you see, what scares us about conflict is that we get stuck in the conflict phase and we don't move through the conflict resolution process. In order to get through conflict resolution, you need two key ingredients, and those are accountability and forgiveness. In my experience as a therapist and as a coach and as a mom, as a wife, daughter, sister, any other hat that I wear, right? We wear so many hats. But you can't have true conflict resolution with just one and not the other. 
So by that, I mean, you know, you can't have conflict resolution with just forgiveness or with just accountability. You need both. And I'm going to explain why in a moment. So if conflict arises, there has to be acknowledgement of what resulted in the conflict in the first place. Okay. And that's the first step. So that's accountability that I'm talking about. Creating awareness. Unfortunately, we often equate accountability to assigning blame or accepting blame. So unfortunately, accountability sometimes gets interchanged with blame, but they're not the same thing, guys. When the human ego gets in the way, it's very easy to self-protect, self-preserve and say, eh, it's not my fault. We recognize this in our children very easily, don't we? Let's see, if you have two kids fighting for the same ball and they're at odds, they say, mean things to one another. Have you seen two kids sometimes fighting over a ball? They could be mean. And then they state their case on why they each should get the ball. It wasn't my fault. I had the ball first. It wasn't my fault. She said I could have it. In children, it's easy to recognize. With us adults, uh, we get the luxury of complicating the hell out of things, right? So where maybe we figure if we hold ourselves accountable for something, then we say, okay, well, we're taking blame for something that we don't own. Or maybe we expect someone to accept their fault for something that is totally obvious to us. It becomes a who wins and who loses scenario. But it doesn't need to be like that. Accountability can be equated with awareness instead of blame. And that looks like accountability saying, I'm willing to take your feelings into consideration. I'm willing to see the world, this situation through your eyes. I'm willing to step outside of my comfort zone and I acknowledge why you could see things this way. But this is just one part of the process, guys. That's accountability. On the other end of that is the F word, forgiveness. Forgiveness is an easy to understand concept, but one that is ugh, the toughest to follow. Why? Because we often equate the act of forgiving with giving that person a pass, which maybe means that we're accepting of that behavior. So it turns kind of into a bargaining chip, right? Or we say, well, it's something that someone needs to earn, something that you have to give up. How many times have you heard someone say, or maybe you've said it, that person doesn't deserve forgiveness? Or maybe you felt like this for yourself. Maybe you've said, I don't deserve forgiveness. Well, I'll tell you, that is the quickest way to stay in the conflict stage and never, never move to the resolution part. But here's the deal about forgiveness. It's not about who deserves what. It's about your peace. And if you want to achieve conflict resolution, you need to forgive the person taking accountability, whether that's one of you or both of you or just yourself, if it's an, an internal conflict. so. Here's why you need both in order to get to the greener side of the conflict fence. If you have accountability without forgiveness, then there's no moving forward. If the conflict is between you and someone else, then most likely you're going to keep bringing up the incident and intentionally or unintentionally, passive aggressively or aggressively. Maybe they, they bring it up. If the conflict is internal, then there's an underlying issue of self-worth, perhaps, which I've touched on limiting beliefs. And that one is a very, very powerful one. The issue of self-worth, right? Saying, eh, I'm not enough. Most likely there is a question in there asking yourself, well, 
are you worth forgiving? In either scenario, you're going to get stuck in the past tense, which is going to hold you from making decisions in the present to heal and make a new path for the future. Now, on the flip side, if you have forgiveness without accountability, then that awareness, that consideration, and the action that would require to make a change is completely lost. So you see, we need both. They go hand in hand. I want you now to explore your heart and explore your mind. What is something that is creating conflict for you in your life right now? Do you feel like you're at war with yourself at times? Then if that's the case, you're most likely experiencing internal conflict. What thoughts are you having as you listen to this episode? How's your self-talk? Let's check in with that. Remember, how we talk to ourselves matters, and exploring this with curiosity and non-judgment is always step number one, I say. If you're experiencing internal conflict, ask yourself, how can I take accountability for my actions, for my words, for my behaviors? Maybe this means admitting some hard things to yourself that you keep avoiding. But now let's invite the F word in, forgiveness. What steps do you need to start taking to forgive yourself? Maybe you've been struggling with your body image, but you can't get through your own shaming. Or you struggle to voice your emotions with your loved ones, but eh, it's easier to stuff them down your throat instead. Maybe struggling with wanting to spend time with your spouse or your partner, but you're distracting with daily chores or daily tasks or that freaking to-do list instead. What is it that you want more of? but you feel like you have this permanent stop sign. Now I want you to picture what this would look like if you would just remove the stop sign. And that means forgive yourself already. What would forgiveness look like? Would you allow yourself the space to move to the beautiful side of conflict resolution where the growing pains are worth every single pain point? Now, this may not be you. Maybe you're not at war with yourself and maybe you're just at war with someone else. The same questions apply. What accountability looks like in this scenario? What does that look like? What are you willing to consider that's new and uncomfortable in this situation? Maybe someone has completely taken advantage of your kindness or maybe somebody's betrayed your trust, right? Or the the loyalties in question. Is there willingness to address that? Is blame assigning taking place of creating awareness and perception? One very important question is, who's right More is more important than the actual relationship, right? So let me say that again. One very important question is, who is right? Is that more important than the actual relationship? Okay, so ask yourself that. Is my relationship worth more? Now I invite you to picture forgiveness entering the room. What if one or both of you would forgive? What would this look like? And how would you feel? What could you learn? And what beautiful change could come from it? If your situation is not resolving, because it's probably because there is no accountability or there is no forgiveness. So one of those two is missing. And if both can't be attained, then the question is, how can you move forward with peace in your heart and with boundaries moving forward to create a healthier environment for yourself? So as you can see, conflict doesn't have to stay as conflict. 
It doesn't have to be a word that we avoid like the plague. It can actually be something absolutely beautiful if we just lead with accountability and forgiveness. It can transform into a deepened sense of self-love and self-acceptance. It can transform relationships and marriages into ones where respect, love, and boundaries reign. It can frame you or free you from walking on eggshells to breathe. So I hope this is a new take on conflict. I hope today has inspired you to move through any conflict present in your life, moms. And I hope that you get to that beautiful side where appreciation is there for the work that it takes to get to that resolution. Let joy be your default, moms. I will talk to you next week.